there. Welcome to Everpals. Hi there. How's it going? We're live. We're doing good. We're doing really good. I'm doing. I'm doing good. We uh, we just hit what level? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about our adventures. Get into level eleven. The the wild ride of running all over Norath. And uh, I think a couple of deaths along the way. We're not keeping track of deaths. I don't think. That would be really great uh, for morale. I'm gonna say no deaths. I I don't die. You don't die. Um, I sure. actually I don't know if I have died on uh, Flex and the Monk. Have I? I don't know. Yes, we did, didn't we? When we died in Missy Thicket. Oh I, yeah, you and I ran back through Kethikor, huh? Yeah, I do yeah. remember that. All in right. the day and in the night. Yeah, night's a little more sketch. But yeah, um, I know you were just talking about wanting to discuss our group makeup first. Yeah. So, you know, as we talked in the intro episode, we knew mischief was coming out. We decided uh, when they announced the Thornblade server that we'd play on that one, just because we thought it might be less populated and less of the like the bot armies and all that kind of stuff and we started talking about group makeup and we knew we needed like a tank slower healer and dps and so we came up with um, our group of paladin druid monk and shaman and we should preface that yeah we are both boxing just one character um we're not super talented at three boxing we don't use like synergy or anything like that to multi-box so um i think just the one true box you and me with the laptop and the waffle well i'm waffleless but i make it work i got my two laptops set up on a table um the druid is the one i'm boxing and so druish never talks Uh, she just sits there and heals snares and buffs which is, you know, I think we're a little biased on the druid because of how good the druid is on Mangler. Well, I mean, the big thing about on Mangler and the live server, the druids have that spell Skin of the Reptile, where when you get hit or get swung upon, you have a chance to proc uh, almost a 400-point heal. And for druids, for like that era, it's really game-changing in my mind. I think that, right, what was it? Um and Serpent Spine or, or Prior and Prophecy of Row, that was the most OP spell in the whole game. Right. Because we had on Mangler, we had our Warrior, uh, Druid, Shaman, and Rogue, and we could tank. We could take any kind of content with that. Um, with the Skin of the Reptile. Right. And I always so, remember when it's not on me, I'm like, hey, I need Reptile. I can notice a big difference here. Yeah, it sucks. It only lasts seven minutes, right? That's right. Um, so you have uh, your boxing Jewish, and you uh, beat me out, uh, rock paper scissors, and you took the tank away from me. Kind of like that. Um, I think we talked about like <laughs> I wasn't sure about pulling. I was like, do I want that to be my life? Um, I do like being the main tank. Um, I was the main tank on live, and I know you were main tank. On the TLP on Mangler originally, right? Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was Pal's uh, raid tank for a little bit after uh, a little bit through up through Valius. So, right, there's a lot of responsibilities like being the the raid tank, and so I knew I didn't want to be warrior. I'm already a warrior on Mangler, so there wasn't really a reason to do that all over again. And then we talked about doing a Shadow Knight as their Typically the most, I think they're the best group tank. I don't think there's any best, dispute for that. Best group tank. And and I think like um, when we were doing our research, we found out that like SK Shadow Knight uh, and Shaman were like the best duo that you right. could have probably in the game. So, Well, like the best traditional duo. I think some people were saying, oh, you can do like Enchanter and uh, Cleric or something like that and do Charm Pets. But we wanted something that was going to be like 
uh, for longevity. Like we're planning on playing these four characters on Thornblade or when it merges into Mischief for quite a while. Like we're not just doing it for a, like this classic or only Dilk Kunark, right? Right. Well, we know that uh, Enchanters kind of get nerfed after a little bit. So, uh, you know, try to stay away from Enchanters, even though they have their uses through the first couple of expansions. They sure do. And uh, speaking of Enchanters, we came across one today while we were living in uh, South Row, right? Yeah, uh, over by the, the Oasis Lake. Right, with all the uh, crocodiles and caimans. And we want to give a shout out to um, Deputy, 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 or as uh, Hogan called him, Deputy Cubed. Deputy Cubed. Yes, yeah. he. Uh, I think he gave each one of the characters, each one of the boxes, and everybody uh, a piece of gear, which was really nice. Um, really nice gear, too. I mean, like, it was, we're wearing, like, cloth armor and maybe, like, some patchwork stuff and rusty weapons. And he comes up and hits us with um, actual items with stats, which is, you know, at, in classic at level 11 is you normally wouldn't get those kind of items. Yeah, he gave me the uh, wolf fur slippers, 2 AC, which is a little low, but 7 agility, which is pretty high. Really nice. Yeah, so, and, you know, him doing that was, you know, was a really positive thing for the server, like for, for at least myself uh, being on the Thornblade server, to see that happening, like, right away. It was only, like, our, we have we only grouped for a few days, and to see that, it is really encouraging, like, where this server uh, might go, and, you know, just the community within the server. Yeah, he actually had sent me a tell and said uh, his hope was that items become so flooded that people just do drive-by drop-offs for new characters and stuff who might need it. Um, you know, uh, 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 an item that uh, could help a character out versus 25 platinum. Like, who's counting? Right. Who's counting 25 platinum? And we'll really see, so, like, how that works out when Kunark gets released in, what, like, three weeks now. It's going to come up really fast. And those items from Classic are just, I wouldn't say worthless, but are being replaced with better uh, Kunar gear. There's going to be the people that are going to sell it for Chrono or sell it for Plat, but there'll also be the people like um, Deputy Cubed who just pay it forward and realize, you know, this isn't going to mean much to me, but to that group of level um, 40s, it's going to be amazing for them. Yeah, we took a we took a screenshot with them, put it up on Instagram later on uh, our Ever Pals Instagram and. Um, yeah, it was just nice to. I I I I am the same way. I love to give back to the community and and give stuff away. And I used to do like a, a hide and seek. I remember in East Commons and come find me and I'll give you, you know, feather leggings or whatever on Mangler. So that's nice. Yeah, I think once we get our levels and get to grouping, I think we'll be the same way and have fun with it. Especially if you know the podcast community kind of comes together. I think we could you know definitely hold events like that. Um, on, right. on the server right oh yeah so um cool enchanter wwd definitely a shout out to you yeah thanks. um but, but yeah we uh so you have your your druid your paladin uh, yes. we went with paladin for what reses and for reses uh, and also some extra buffs like because they can emerge with the the druid buffs i can do like symbol and then also you know we talked about that in the first one i'll just briefly touch upon it when i made the ogre shadow knight there were like 20 other ogres and 15 of them were shadow knights. And I was like, uh, I want to be kind of unique. And I did some research on Paladin and figured there was a way. Like they're not horrible. They're not the best, but they're still like able to hold aggro. Even from your monk, occasionally I can hold aggro pretty nice. And I think it's going to work out. You know, uh, I think we have actually a, an, a big aid in uh, Haven, one of the Paladins from our Mangler Guild. And I think he'll be able to help us out immensely when it comes to maybe paladin questions and aggro and stuns and all that good stuff that the paladins have so i joined pals um at the end of luckland so i didn't get to know everyone from classic and kunark and velius uh was haven like an original member like was he around during classic or did he join later uh i i knew him from the merger that we had with uh the bloody rapiers okay. so well we'll have to get that info from him if you know when he comes on and does 
the Paladin class guide. That's Paladin breakdown. Yeah, Paladin breakdown. That's something we want to do uh, for each class is kind of have someone from our guild or someone we know really well come and talk about their experiences um, with that class and how it's played and how it evolves throughout the different uh, expansions. Right. Um, and so besides the Paladin, we got uh, Flexen. Flexen is reincarnated uh, as a monk. That's right. As a human monk, uh, that's your only option during Classic. And we've talked about it, and I think I know your decision. Uh, when Kunark drops and X-Cars are available, do you, are you leaning one way or the other? Like, I think 90% of monks would probably raise change. But... I think I'm, I think I'm gonna stay good for a little bit. I you know Ixar monks are probably the you gotta get the innate regeneration and the AC right. increase. Um, but I think you know I'm in no no rush to race change. Ixars are great and stuff, but the, I think the ports in Kunark are are terrible and it's hard to get around. So uh, I'm not I'm not a fan of being in Cabalist for the time being. Right. And so, quite honestly, stay good for a I little think bit. with our group, you probably wouldn't notice a difference. We got plenty of healing. We got good slows, all that good stuff. I don't. We don't need to min max to the nth degree. Oh right. Well, hey, and you just mentioned good slows. Slowing the Slowin. shaman finally got his uh, assist macro all set up, and now he sits after he slows, which is just fantastic. Yeah, that's something we both kind of learned is how to. Um, generate macros and so for our uh, box computer you can just press a button and you can do a command like you know assist pally and then cast snare and then sit back down all in one button and it's really necessary to have those to be an effective box again we have I'm, go ahead i was gonna say i'm so used to being a solo character you know playing the rogue on mangler where i could just i you know it doesn't matter if i have a hot key for you know, backstab and then, you know, an AA or something. Um, but, you know, to have the box and, you know, to save my wrist and my fingers from straining out throughout the day, I think the one button assist key for slow is going to be a lifesaver. Yeah, I know we have on PALS, like people in PALS Guild, people that box four characters, even five. And, you know, we'll talk with them and see if, they want to come and talk about their experiences boxing that many characters and kind of give tips. I mean, there's probably websites and things out there, but it's nice to hear it from the person and how they do it. And, you know, sometimes could it be a benefit or could it be a hindrance trying to manage that many characters all at once? Well, yeah, I think with the aid of synergy, I don't know if we should be talking about synergy. I don't know if it's um, uh, cursed for, for no, no, request use. Yeah, no, I know, yeah, I don't. So I think I don't use it either. But uh, I know a couple people that do use it, and I think that's a that's the big savior for themselves. Right. So they probably won't want to talk about that, or we can leave them completely anonymous. That way, uh, Dark Ball Games won't come after them with the ban hammer. Just stay away from my multi boxers, everybody. Yeah, it's not like they warp though. They don't use synergy to warp or anything. It's just uh, to aid with. Um, you know, casting spells and stuff. Yeah. And but the, I mean, EverQuest is a 22 year old game, you know. Right. Just, I know the people in Pals that box, you know, four or five characters. If there's someone in Guild that needs a spot and they could fit into that group, most of the time, I'd say nine times out of 10, that person boxing will drop a member of their uh, box group. And that way a real player can come in and join the fun. And you know, get some loot and experience and all that kind of good stuff. I agree. I agree. Um, so that would that would make up the group. We got Slowin, the shaman, flexing the the monk, um, Pally, the paladin. Yep. And, and then Druish. The Druid. So fun thing about um, Slowin is for shaman, you're kind of limited on your race choices. You have, uh, especially in classic, you have troll. Ogre and Barbarian. That's your only choices. And Trolls and Ogres, obviously evil. And our group makeup was mostly, was all good. And so um, you wanted we ran. to be 
Uh, yes. Good race. And so, yeah, go ahead. We, we ran, we ran slow in from Hallis to East Commons on the first day. Right. I, I made a level five, got a bar to level five just for silos. Uh, so we can make that run. You might've made it without the silos, but obviously that. I definitely think we we're going to, we were going to do it uh, without silos and I was totally prepared actually to do it solo by myself. Um, but it was a nice little journey for, I think the two of us, obviously. Yeah. I think it was a lot of fun. I've never made that run before. I don't know if you have before, but I never have. I've only heard about it. You know, you always hear those uh, stories. You know, they have the tippy gnome race from Akanon. Um, does that go to Freeport? Does that go all the way to Kano's? No, the the Tippy Gnome races uh, just through Fedor, and I think you end up in unrest. So you go from Akanon to um, was it Gfe, then to Butcher Block to you go to um, yeah Dagger's Cauldron, and then Akanon to, to unrest. Lesser Fey to Greater Fey to Butcher Block to Dragonar's Cauldron to unrest. That's right. that's not an easy run either. Especially in Dragon's Cauldron. You know, right. I thought it was bugged when I did it the first time. Do you get a reward for that? I've never done it before. Yeah, uh, the final, the hail that you get, you get a piece of uh, uh, cosmetic gear. Oh, okay. And you can put it on your your armor. And if you do the gnome race like 10 times, you get all the visible armor uh, gear. Yes, for those who don't know, this is something that happens, I think, on Mangler. I don't think it's happening yet on Thornblade and Mischief at the time of this recording, right? Mm, no, I is. think because it, it happens during the um, anniversary, and I think the anniversary had ended uh, uh, right before the uh, right before the server started up. I'm not sure. So yeah, we had fun running from Halas. Uh, we immediately bound Sloan in Commons, and then we all bound in Commons there in the tunnel. There's a soul binder there now. And then we well, started. Let's, I want to. I'd like to talk about the journey, actually. Yeah, let's talk about the journey. Um, there's three paths that we could take. Why do we decide to go on the southern route through Wraith Mountains? So, it's more about what the other two paths had in it, uh, as opposed to what the southern route was. So, one route goes through uh, Runny Eye, Clan Runny Eye, and the Goblins. And although it's kind of a short run through Runny Eye, at level one, you're not going to have invis. You're not going to be able to be invisible. And the goblins there are like level eight to 10. And at level one... They get a little higher too, yeah. Yeah, they get higher if you go downstairs. But it, just on the first level, they're like level eight to 10, I think. As we EXP there a little bit on Arrow Doom. Mm-hmm. And we didn't think we'd make that. And... Then the we got to get through the gorge too. You got to get through Gorge of Kings or like that. We might have been able to like cheese it on the walls and stuff. Um, but in the dungeon, there's no way of like crawling up a wall in a dungeon, you just got to run through it. And then I was reading as I was reading as we researched the the routes, somebody said that the uh pathing was really bad in Runny Eye and you could like walk through it. I was like, I'm not gonna be able to bind anywhere close by, right. And there are other options yeah. to go through um, High Hold Keep, right? Or High Hold Pass. And yeah, you get the orcs. And without and this, you're dead. So we decided yeah. to go south, right? Right. We went south. Um, went, I'm trying to remember. Hallis to Blackboro. I met up Blackboro to... with you in Blackboro or right outside in Kano Sills. We bound in Kano's. Right. Then we ran through West Karana, North Karana, South Karana, and then Lake Wrath. And then right. swam our way to, uh, swam our way all the way over to Wraith Mountains. But you know what I found out when I helped run our buddy Surge through there? Um, that the boat, <laughs> those little boats that you could jump in, uh, was actually faster than was swimming faster? through. Oh my god, it was so much faster. I was kind of disappointed that well, we didn't about try that. it. I said something I like about the boat is when you click on it and you're in it, it says, you're at the helm, Captain. And for some reason, that has really stuck out to me. Because you know there was a, a, a developer who was like, what What should we say like when they have control of the ship? And there's probably a conversation between a couple of people what to actually put on there. 
you think there's a conversation? I think some dude is just like, okay, this is what we're doing. It's like immediate decision. They, I think they had so much like separatist, you know, and independence when they were making the game that the guy was just like, I'm going to add this little code in and this is what it's going to say when you get on this tiny little boat. Yeah, I always liked the boats, the small boats. Uh, I talk not about the it. big boats. Not the big boats. <laughs> I have bad experience with the big boats. If, if you didn't hear about it, you can listen back on episode zero and find out why uh, I hate large boats. So I think uh, Lake Wrath was uh, the most dangerous part of the run, actually, because of all the water and how slow you got through it. And they have like the little goblins swimming around. Right, and um, they're not low level. But we thought we thought Wraith Mountains was going to be bad, but yeah, as long as you stay away from the hill giant area, uh, everything else is it's like a straight shot right through. There's no mobs or anything through there. Right. We saw we saw a basilisk, right? I think there was it. I think there was one ready to attack basilisk, and we just kind of went up this side of the wall and zoned out right there. There, and I remember too that there was um, there's nobody on the game yet really when we started running which was not great for some of these zones that we're running through but right well you know there are people on but they weren't high enough level to do anything in those zones and also the zones we ran through aren't your typical leveling zones so they're not you know optimal for leveling but you know these are the kind of zones that we plan to go back to like i really want to go to south karana at some point and fight the the birds KFC, yeah. KFC, right. That's what we used to call it, too. And then, uh, actually, I just wanted to mention, too, we ran through South Carolina so early that Quillmane was still spawned up, and we saw nobody Quilmain, had killed yeah. it yet. <laughs> nobody had killed it yet. We were so early into the server. Yeah, we, we let it go by uh, level one shaman, level five bard. We might have been able to take it with bard song, but we decided against it. There's no way. <laughs> She's level 30, I think. Yeah. So, so once we got through Wraith Mountains, uh, this is where I think we had the hardest time was uh, uh, Furat. I had a hard time running through there, yeah, with all the ogre guards running around and stuff and having to cross the river with the piranhas or whatever they had in there, alligator. Yep, but then once we went through Inethil Swamp, it wasn't too bad. We just kind of stayed on the on the wall, I think. And That's a straight shot too, right? Yeah, and then we went to South Row and able to bound, bind again. And that was a relief, and we bound a south row, and then that's where uh, Digery, the bard, um, which was a little surprise, uh, throwback to our D&D game, Digery, the bard, ended up dying to, uh, I think it was an orc, uh, but Slowen pressed on, didn't look back, and met up with the rest of the group in Commonlands. Yeah, once I, once I got the south row and inbound it's a straight shot from there you just gotta dodge all the orcs all the madmen all the crypt uh zombies and Sage mummies rats. and everything oh well yeah hey do, did you see when we logged into south row all the sand giants that were there yeah so the first I, day when i logged on to the server launch i made the run with my ogre and i was the first ogre to be in freeport I was the second ogre to be in Common Lands. I can't remember the guy's name, but he made his big claim about being the first ogre there. But I was the first ogre in Freeport. I'm going to just go ahead and take the claim right now that I was the first uh, uh, barbarian in East Commons. Yeah, for sure. I don't think anyone else I, was making that run. I didn't see anybody. I hadn't seen a uh, barbarian for a couple of days uh, after. Right. But if you if you were the first barbarian in these commons, feel free to say something. I'll pass the reign over to you. But for now, prove it. That's right. <laughs> well, who knows? Surge might be the second barbarian. Uh, yeah, I ran him the next day. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up in Freeport. Yeah, and then uh, we used your little trick to start leveling, right? Right. So on Aradune. Uh, when Aerodune launched, I was I was I was in Pals playing on Mangler with you know and enjoying my time there. But you know, starting in I've never played in classic on a TLP, and so I was like, I'll just kind of mess around and make a wizard. So I made a wizard, nice easy solo class, somebody you can like AFK solo. And I killed a skeleton, and then five seconds later, skeleton dropped out of the sky, spawned in, 
I killed that skeleton. And then five seconds later in the exact same spot, a skeleton spawned again. I was like, what have I stumbled upon? Infinite skeletons, right? Right. And, yeah. And so we used this um, to level all four of our characters. We just were huddled around the spawn point and killing. Yeah, just the four of us. <laughs> and I, I know Drewish was attacking. To... I think you were attacking with slowing a little bit, but Drewish was just admiring all these guys, just wailing away at the skeletons for her. Oh, I wanna I wanna take a quick second to add uh, Puppin and Woofin. I know maybe we mentioned them in in episode zero, but we got our familiars now. Right, and you'll see and, those in the screenshots that we have. Puppin and Woofins are going to be included in our screenshots. Right now, Woofin uh, shamans or Slowin's familiar is like a what would you call it? one of those tech fee mobs, right? It looks like a, like a rock golem, right? Rock golem or something like that. Yeah, but I named him. I, I named him Wolfen because uh, obviously I'm going to get my pup later on on the shaman, my little ghost pup. Yeah, shamans get that little spirit wolf. So Wolfen will be a puppy here soon. And then Puppin is uh, uh, a null pup, uh, one of the familiars I got with one of the, the anniversary things I bought or one of the uh, expansion things I bought. Yeah, we'll have to eventually get some uh, familiars for uh, Pally and Druish. But right now... What would- what would Jewish have, like a tree or something? I don't know. I haven't really looked at all the different familiars that are available. I have to look through. Like maybe, you know, if people have an idea of like what familiars she should have, we could maybe make a poll or something like that if people are interested in it. Um, are you going to role play the paladin as like the hero or? I haven't decided upon that yet. Hmm. Um, I mean, he is paladin. Do, do no evil. So I made, I, actually, I made him uh, for the deity, Erosely Mar. The, so, like, he is a very, like, loving paladin. I could have done Nathaniel Mar, like, the justice paladin. But I wanted to make him more of, like, not quite Tunar, uh, where it's, like, the, you know, Mother Nature. But I wanted it to be, like, a, you know, a paladin of love. And so I don't know how exactly I'll roleplay that. But... I feel like he's going to be a very humble and giving paladin who, you know, wants everyone to be happy and to be loved. The paladin of love makes me want to make fun of you a little bit. Paladin of love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Make fun all you want. (laughs) So uh, how long did we stay at uh, in East Freeport counting that skeleton for level four? Level four. we also got, you know, some decent, well, relatively decent gear. We got cloth items, got a rusty halberd for crack Alex. staffs, crack staffs, crack staff. two crack staffs. I think that was our condition upon leaving was to get two crack staffs for flexing. Yeah, and then I immediately started using my fists again. Right. I got I got shamed. I got shamed for not using my fists. But now we know that those crack staffs will sell for about a plat a piece. We forgot about that. We should go sell them. No, I'm going to keep them just because I look cool when I'm sitting around. That's also nostalgia. Like, those are the first two crack stabs that we got. Right. Oh, yeah. We got to keep those forever. You might be in Temple of Ishan one day, and you're going to bust out the crack stabs. Go like, I'm ready to go. I can't wait for a tea staff. I, a Kunar can drop anytime I want my tea staff. See, I, like you said, you played a monk a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I have a... I have a monk on test server. He's like 105 or 110. I can't remember. Um, and the, I love that monk to pieces. And then actually I use that monk to power level another monk on test server because I wanted to go through all the old content when I was like being solo and playing around. So I have two monks on test server. One's like 75 and one's like 100. Cool. Um, and I did all the epics. I've done like the monk epic probably four or five times just on monks that I own. So... I know they they kind of nerfed uh, the epic here recently with a couple of the new patch updates they did, but um, the monk epic's pretty easy to do. I think that'll be a lot of fun for us. I know on Thornblade, everything, most everything being uh, free trade, really changes the how epic the epic quests are done. But it's something I'm looking forward to. I know that the Paladin epic is. I've heard it's kind of underwhelming, but 
you know, I, I would like that's to nostalgia. That's nostalgia. You got the fire blade there. Right, so exactly. Fiery then, defender, right? Yeah. And then Druids, I think is pretty good. Doesn't it have like a clicky snare or something like that. Clicky dot. Clicky dot. Okay. I've never played a Druid as like level 30. So I don't know much about Druids. As and Shamans. Like... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah. no, no. So I was going to say Shamans got the, uh, their epic is the slow, slow spear. And um, yeah. in Kunark, if you have that epic you know, like fairly early, I, um, I remember on Mangler camping in, in Chardock and having the Shaman be the puller, pulling with, with slow off the clicky. And that was pretty fantastic. So. Yeah, we'll have to prioritize the shaman probably then, right? Yeah, probably. But you know, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. We're we're only level four at this point in our story. We're already talking about epics. So. Oh well, everybody loves the epics. It's you know not something that you know you want to skip over. No, but we have at this point we have three weeks left in classic, and then uh, Kunark will release. Right. Right. We get, right, level right. Cap, we get a level cap increase, get new items, new zones, new race. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, after East Report, we went to Nectulus, right? Yeah. So we went West Report. We tried Common Lands a little bit. Um, I think we got to like level, maybe level five there. And it was just. It was hard because we had to run around a lot to try to catch mobs. And we ended up going to Nectulos Forest, where the Dark Elf started, starting areas. But there's this little area with right by the Commonland Zone Land, Zone Line, and it has Undead, which... This, yeah. Is there like a spire there, like a druid like spire or something? I can't remember. I feel like they're huddled yeah, around some sort yeah, of spire or something. It's like the Undead Ruins, and it's some kind of obelisk or something like that. I wouldn't say obelisk kind of stone spire uh what's the name of that guy that does the youtube videos about the mysteries i'm subscribed to him but he hasn't put anything out in a while oh michael shenanigans yeah michael i know who exactly yes. yeah uh, if you haven't if you haven't watched that try to look it up on youtube um they're not only hilarious which they you know i really like him for that entertainment value but also really informational some stuff they never thought of he thinks about like what were the druid what were the druid rings like how did they exist and all this kind of stuff so go and check those out um, yeah i, I like i like the episode he did on the paintings and stuff yes, all the paintings of the north paintings. yeah and again that's one of those things you think about somebody had to make all those paintings like had to code for them and everything how to draw them out and so some of them have meaning and that we'll probably never know like only that person knows about it I so love we those went, paintings. Yeah, it was one from Nectulos, got to what, level seven, maybe eight. I think it was like seven. And, and then we got bored. I think the, the XP was moving kind of slowly. We weren't haven't been using any XP pots or anything. So No. Um, we, we didn't want to rush through this. Like we don't want to linger through it, but we also didn't want to rush by it. And that camp only had four spawns. Um, the one at the spire. Oh, yeah, the other one we went to before, I skipped over it. Yeah, it was a lower level camp. It was an old broken wizard spire or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Closer to uh, uh, Nariac. Yeah. Right. That one was that one was a little bit tough yeah. for us at the time, too. There's like a level 15 sitting there or something. Yeah, there was that mummy. And we just said, you know what? This isn't the place for us. We moved down to that place where they're like level uh, sevens and eights and was there for a while. And then we thought we were totally badass and um, indestructible. So we decided to go to Befallen, right? Yeah, you know, we had a little bit of success right at the entrance there. I right. I thought that we held our, held our own, but uh, there's like some ghoul that was rooting people. And obviously you need magic weapons to fight the undead ghoul. And man, I, uh, I know like... Like it was just randomly spawning right at the entrance, and it kept working everybody that that zoned in. And yeah, we you couldn't even get a that. pick off. Uh, no, 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 no way. Um, and so we we got a, maybe a couple levels there, but yeah, I think we got uh, fighting in the entrances. And then you had to work for a few days. Us. And while you were working, I was at home working on my thesis, which is almost finished. And 
I got kind of bored and I logged on Pally and Druish. I think I got like five or 10% experience and I felt really bad about it. I was like, this isn't right. I was like, he needs flexing and slowing here. So I logged off of those and then I sent a text to Poken and said, hey, I'm going to make a wizard because that's my kind of go-to solo class as a wizard. And now that wizard is... Which is weird. I've never... Uh, I've. I've never seen anybody want to be like a solo wizard, but I'm I'm hearing you out on it. I know we're going to use them for ports and stuff. So right, yeah, that was the like the the bonus is we have Druish, and it's a, this wizard is going to be on a different account than Druish. It's going to be on Pally's account, and if there's ever a time that you know we're low on funds and we can both log on these two characters and just port back and forth, uh, port people and stuff like that. Um, but that wizard is now level seventeen. I did some soloing for a while. I grouped with Surge for a little bit. He he burned a um, group experience pot. And then I had some grouping in uh, Greater Fey. Did some grouping there. And also in uh, South Row and Upper Guck, which was my first time ever grouping in Upper Guck at the appropriate level. Yeah, like I mentioned to you earlier, I wanted to stay away from Upper Cup. I like having the uh, the good faction there, but uh, yeah, the experience is great. I, but there's there's alternatives to that ex- that experience. We can figure it out. And also, we just you know want to go to these more obscure zones and try out new things. So yeah, I right, found right, right. the wizard that in South Row, the crocodiles and caimans are pretty good experience and easy. They don't social. Um, and so we went there this morning, and that's where we got from level nine to now we're at level eleven. Level eleven. Yeah, and we kind of talked about where we might go next. I don't know how long we'll stay at at South Row. Uh, maybe it's still pretty good experience. It's getting easier. And um, I know I want to try the undead ruins in uh, North Row there, and try to get Rahotep, and maybe drop right. some weird generic. Uh, you know, gear or armor. Yeah, because we haven't killed. I killed a group. And I killed uh, in Upper Guck the Squire, and he dropped. I don't know what he normally drops. I should know, but I don't. Uh, he dropped a uh, cloth cap that was like I think fine jewel turban, and it's like ten AC and ten fire resist that I have to give to Flex Internet. I remember to do that. Yeah, we gotta. Uh, we also gotta look up that uh, Excel spreadsheet that that whoever person made, which had all the levels of all the names. Right. Uh, so, we gotta see what they drop and and what items are nearby because there's so many uh, name mobs in in the game right now, let alone in the future too. So. Right. It's gonna get pretty complicated, um, but you know I think we just kind of kill whatever's available to us in our level range. And, and see what we get. Um, I'm curious to see one, like how many pieces of items you can that we can get from a single mob. I know you said that um, it was theorized that for each individual item, there's a coin flip. Maybe you can talk about that. Yeah, you know, not to uh, you know shout out too many people today, but uh, uh, I listened to the podcast for um, Return to EverQuest. Those guys had Zade God on there. And Zade God was uh, discussing his race to level 50. And uh, this is how he described it, is that um, you kill a, a rare creature and there will be a coin flip, whether it's the normal loot table or a character or rare creature of a similar level loot table. Right. And so it's you get that 50-50 heads or tails. And then once it decides it's uh, what it's going to be, if it's one of those rare loot tables, um, it'll flip a coin again. You'll get one item or whatever, and then it'll flip a coin again. And it has the potential to land on yes or no, you know, for the coin, heads or tails. And if it lands on that yes, you'll get, I guess it like reconfigures and you can get another item of a rare creature. And then it'll flip a coin again and till it lands on no so the possibility of getting you know one to three to seven or more loot on a on a table is is not out of the realm of possibility cool. and Z- zayd had said something along the lines of uh 
uh, killing terror or fear and, and playing a fear and getting like 20 items of like dragon loot off a table. Right. Um, I, we haven't really killed any names yet, but that sounds, no. you know, yeah, I know the squire, um, it dropped two items to, um, I guess, lootable, like rare items from, and it probably only drops one, but maybe we got a single coin flip. That was the only time we killed a rare mob. And I, I want to know how that works, uh, how it works out for us firsthand. And so I really want to try to kill. Maybe we'll do that this afternoon after you take a nap. Yeah. Um, hopefully RNG is in our favor, obviously. That's it's fine. never it's never in our favor, or I feel like it's never in my favor. So maybe it was in your good luck. favor, I tell you that much, when we went to TACV, right? Yeah. You got the Bebop. I got the Bebop which I still use and is great. But we'll talk about that maybe during the warrior class review. I think that'd be a good time sure. to talk about that. For sure. So now we're level 11. Where do you think we'll go next? We said we're going to go to North Row and kill some mummies. Yeah, just trying to get Rahotep to spawn. Maybe not do it for XP, but do it for loot. Right. And, and then uh, I think, shoot, where are we going to go? I, I, you know, I really want to go do Runny Eye and uh, Gorge again, like we did on Aradun. We can do that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And then, I mean, once, you know, I think we got to get revenge on the uh, the downstairs a little bit. I'm a little scared of the downstairs, but I was the monk and now you're the monk. So guess what you get to do? You know, level 17, I get that feign death. So feign death is nice. Save but I life. know Runny Eye. Runny Eye has a lot of names in there, so it does. And even, even the, you know, regular loot from there, like you get the black iron medallion, and that's like five wisdom, five int, or something like that. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's there's there is an item I maybe not get the name right, but like five wisdom, five intelligence. There's also the black iron bastard sword. It's pretty nice. Different things are, yeah. We can even without the randomized loot, Runny Eye is still pretty nice. In my head, I, I picture us, you know, getting to level 17 or something, 16, you know, hitting up uh, Unrest for Nostalgia. Uh, right. Obviously, really good Zem and, and uh, lots of people fighting over there. No problems. So go to go to Unrest and then, I don't know, I, you said KFC. I think Unrest to KFC to Noel Spires in South Carolina. And we maybe, maybe low. Up, uh, we talked about Soul A. I know a lot of the uh, people that race to level 50 really like to hit up Soul A. I, I've never grouped in Soul A before. That might yeah, be they got the, was it Bar, Bartender? I like that camp a little bit. So We also talked about in the 30s going to High Hold Keep down in the basement with the goblins there. No, I did, I've never, never I did fought there. I did that with my warrior. That was his hangout spot because there's a bank there and also merchants for food and everything. And as a warrior, you couldn't get around that great. We didn't have origin back then. There was no way to get back to uh, civilization. And it was a nice experience, like nice experience there. But also just to have the bank within uh, walking distance was great. Yeah, I always feel like uh, I have bad faction in there for some reason. Maybe I need to stop killing guards. Well, that was with your rogue, but these guys, flexing and slowing is going to be just fine in there. Good. So yeah, we're really excited about this podcast. Um, I'm excited. Episode one, well, you know, two, but one. One. Uh, and I hope and hopefully get another one out this week. Right. We'll do some more. You know, leveling do some more experiences have some more stories to talk about hopefully we have some more nice stories about people we kind of meet along the way oh uh don't forget to tell the story about the the very nice generous guy that gave you the axe or whatever oh, right 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 uh the rides um r-i-d-e-z gave me a silvery two-handed axe he mentioned in general chat about having a shiny uh, was a shiny brass halberd He's a free to anyone who wants it. And I was zoning like right before he said something. And I zoned and then I sent him a tell. And I said, someone priority has it, right? But I could really use that because I was having a rusty halberd. 
Obviously, you'd want a shiny brass halberd over a rusty halberd. It was a magic item and had good uh, good damage ratio. And then he just sent me back a tell with just a link. And it was a link of the silvery 200X. And I was like, wow, that's nice. I thought he was like, he just showing me off what he had. But then uh, I said, well, I am just had a rusty halberd and laughed. And then he said, I'm going to parcel this to you. And then I had a parcel and there it was. So yeah, big shout out to Rides. Uh, another example of the community, you know, passing it, giving it forward. And um, that's, you know, really nice to see, especially so early on in the release. Yeah, thank you, Rides. Thank Thanks, you for helping us out. Now my Pally DPS is great. Right. No, it's not. It's, no. We, oh, we, were, we had a race. So we were in uh, South Row and we got we, kind of split up wait, a little bit. Wait, 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 wait. Who yeah. won the race? Just who won? Well, I thought it was a race between uh, Pally and Flexen. That's not what that what You never stipulated that. I didn't. We'll have to do that next time. <laughs> <laughs> because he, um, he didn't have it, but <clears throat> excuse me. You didn't have it memed, but um, I sat down and, and memed my nuke on, on slow and <laughs> yeah, you got me all choked up about the whole situation. Oh, clearly. Um, yeah. So yeah, you won. I think I had like 10% left on mine and you killed yours. And he was like, did you use Druish at all? And I said, no, no. I was like, well, I, I use the damage shield. And they're like, that's totally using Druish for uh, DPS. But no, yeah, really well, I mean, up to our group DPS. Uh, so thank you, Rides. Um, yeah, but your your DPS doesn't beat Frostrift cast it eight times. <laughs> no, it's not going to do that. Paladins are not known for their DPS at all. That's not a skill that they're ever going to have. Unless um, I get... People even say it's not that great. But like Ghoulbane and later in Luckland with AAs, we get like Slay Undead. But people say that the proc rate's still not that great. I'm not. I'm not excited to, you know, have you try to pull aggro off the monk. Honestly, I think it's going to be okay with with uh, feign death and like if you know if you pull to the group, you feign death, and Pally stuns right away, uh, you'll be fine. Yeah, but you know how I play poking and like to tank. I feel like I'm just going to. The monks aren't bad tanks. They're really not. I mean, for the time, yeah. No, I mean, obviously, Rippy, our guild leader on on Mangler and, and Pals, is he tanks with with his monk, so yeah, he does doable. Yeah, he does uh, in air everything. Content. Yeah, everything. Does everything. Yeah. Shout out, Rippy. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get him on the uh, on the podcast. Talk about monks and maybe also. Um, Again, just to talk about like guild management. And I think, you know, you could probably speak on that as well. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I can tell you, I can tell you stories about getting this guild off the ground. I'd like to get my Faka on here too. He's the one that, you know, started Pels. Yeah. You said you met him in Crushbone at what, like level 10 when Mangler released and you just got this invite from this random guy. Uh no, I he had uh, a guild tag pals. I, I think I said something like, "Hmm, you know, like I need a guild. I don't know anything about the guilds on the server, but I know I'm trying to to clear content, so I need a guild." And I was just like, "Pals?" Question mark. And he sent me an invite. And then what? Maybe like a week or two later, I was officer in the guild trying to help run shit. So that's great. Yeah, I think you know starting a guild and being part of a guild is really important i think in for everquest because you yeah you can do stuff on your own in a request you can uh, buy box or four box and get content done but you're going to miss out on so much if you're just doing it by yourself it's not really meant to be a solo game it's meant to be enjoyed as a community as a guild and then as a community outside the guild you're here yeah so you think it's a good place to end it? And then we'll uh, let you take a nap and then I'll do some work and then we'll get back on and go to North Row and saying, kill some mummies. God, you keep saying take a nap like I'm a baby or something. You, you need sleep. Work. He, worked, he worked three work. nights. He, he works as a psych nurse 
need to work three 12 hour shifts in a row overnight. You, you need some sleep. I need, I need a little bit of sleep, but I'll be fine in a little bit. So. Yeah, you'll be fine. Um, yeah, uh, I guess maybe we'll call it here. Uh, I want to just thank everybody or anybody who's listening. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of support yet, but very, very new, just getting it off the ground. So uh, if anybody out there is listening and, and enjoys the new EverQuest podcast, you know, appreciate you. Um, and I also like to say, like, uh, I've got a group on Facebook for EverQuest. Got uh, gonna start posting some pictures up on Discord. Or, um, sorry, we are on Discord, but I post yeah. some pictures up on Instagram. Instagram, I don't know. Yeah. Tell us, tell us what else you want us to do. Yeah, I'll so put us Facebook, up on Twitter, Instagram, Discord, maybe Twitter. Do we have that yet? Twitter, I don't know, but what am I going to tweet? Just uh, quotes, Pally quotes, maybe. And then, uh, as far <laughs> as where to get the podcast, I mean, you've gotten it already if you're listening to this, but um. We're going to be on iHeartRadio. We're going to be on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever that thing Stitcher. is. Stitcher. I got to figure out that one. I haven't done that yet. And then uh, also, you can contact us directly at everpalsthornblade at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you think about the podcast, um, you know, what you think about uh, puppin' and woofing, you know, all these kind of things. You know, if you like our photos, you know, if you came across us uh, while, you know, adventuring. And Thornblade, let us know, and like we give you a little shout out or something. But um, we really want to hear from you. You know, this podcast isn't going to continue if it doesn't have people listening to it. Maybe that's just, not true. Just I'll listen, listen to myself to talk. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I really want to have it be like part of the community, and you know, get feedback from people like what you like and stuff. But. I really enjoy doing these podcasts. I mean, I obviously enjoy grouping with you and playing EverQuest with you. And we send oh, text messages back and forth and talk about Game of Thrones. I'm on season eight. No spoilers, please. Um, but yeah, we have a good time, even if we're just, you know, chatting it up while we're killing uh, crocodiles in South Row. Amens. Yeah. So I think it's a good place to end it. I'm going to play the little outro music. <laughs> Uh, again, Everpals, Thornblade at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. What's the other one? Discord. Discord. All that fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't see me, but I'm I'm doing gun fingers right now. Play the outro music. Outro music incoming.